0: greetings earthlings welcome back to the straight spirit podcast i'm lily your host and psychic medium thanks for joining me today guys it's officially today i think it's like three (laughs) o'clock here where i am um i hope you're well wherever you are i hope this episode finds you um, in good vibes and good days and nights and and feeling really healthy and well and your loved ones too thank you so much for listening if you've Like you're returning listener, I just thank you kindly, and you know if you feel like sharing these episodes, go for it. I'd love that. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. So I could not go to sleep until I uh, recorded this episode. (laughs) I just, I just couldn't. Uh, Much like with the previous uh, episode and a couple before that, uh, when spirit speaks to me, they just, they got something to say. And you know I was inspired for this to uh, to do this topic I ended up going down a little rabbit hole of YouTube videos and watched a few reactions to the conjuring movies uh, which I've seen and I do love those movies Um, and then I was inspired to do this so obviously I went there for a reason as we always do there's a there's a reason behind the all the steps on your path but anyway I digress Um, new listeners welcome returning listeners you're awesome everybody's awesome excuse me now before I get started I have to say uh, as a disclaimer um, everything I say in this episode is alleged Um, my opinion just uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tune in and receive psychic information um psychic messages on the topic which i will tell you in a second what that is you probably already know because you've clicked on it but um and then i'm going to speak them as i'm seeing and hearing them and tasting and touching them and, and all the different ways i'm you're going to receive them as i'm receiving them um so while i say this is opinion it's really not that it's it's definitely not meant to harm anyone or anyone's family. Not to take credit away, away from people who deserve credit. Uh, not to belittle any of the instances that these particular people were involved in. Uh, none of that. I just really want to tune in to um, Ed and Lorraine Warren and shed some light on the truth of their situations and their stories. So the way I see it, their, their perspective on some of these cases that they worked in uh, I want to do air quotes around that, is to me a separate story from the actual story. For instance, uh, there is the Aminaville, um case and then their story about it. So, to me, they're two separate stories. So I'm going to stay focused on Ed and Lorraine Warren. And for those who don't know who they are, they are like uh, super famous, um, probably like the king and queen of paranormal investigation I would say I'm not deep into the paranormal community uh, investigation community Um, it's interesting though a lot of investigators in that department tend to work with mediums who work well with them a little bit of a very high vibe medium to to sort of work closely with people I mean for example I have a very highly high spiritual opinion of spirits and mediumship and you know a lot of paranormal investigators well they want to be in the muck and in the mud so to speak they want to believe that the scratches and everything are true and and i'm not saying they're not they're just not what they think they are and so uh there's a little bit of a disjoint there if i were to sit down with a medium who wasn't very open-minded and vice versa i suppose um not sure how that conversation would go you know <laughs> they're pretty stuck in their ways but that's 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 okay that's up to them all right so Ed and Lorraine Warren um, they are what the conjuring movies the horror movies are based upon uh, Lorraine Warren actually helped um, work very closely as far as I understand with the conjuring movies and telling their story um, I do enjoy those movies so this is not hate for those movies i enjoyed the way they were told i enjoyed everything about them they to me they were like classy horror like they told a story and they built it really nicely in the 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 jump scares and everything were just i don't want to say spick and span or just like spot on they're just uh, great movies great movies all around but um i'm going to get into it now as i was watching reactions to them um you know i picked up a lot of psychic messages regarding the lorraine warren and so here we are um the lorraine warren i want to say in the movies and and in real life are different people they're a different couple so where well, you might look at the conjuring the movies Ed and lorraine warren and i like i really love the characters and how loving they are of each other how they have each other's back and you know they look like the epitome of a great couple so love them in the movies in reality i really don't feel like that's who they were i really don't um and you know so, so <laughs> those of you are gonna ask or wonder the the doll the doll that's famous for the movies um is there anything there? Well, when I look very briefly at the photos, I don't feel any, anything from the doll. It just looks like a doll, a creepy looking doll. Um, but to be honest, you know, if somebody wanted to look at something that looks creepy, then photos of the Amityville house would do it rather than the doll. I hope I've explained that clearly. So, what I'm getting at is. Um, How do I put this? Uh, So I've been clear. The couple in real life, first couple in the movies, different. Love the couple in the movies. Couple in real life weren't like that. Um, The cases that they worked, some of them were very valid, some, most of them were not. And I kept hearing the word embellished, embellished, embellished. So let's, I'm going to just flat out tune in now and let spirit speak and let's see what spirit has to say about uh, the world's greatest paranormal investigators in lorraine warren also i have to say um they have both passed a merge with spirit i'm not intending to tarnish anybody's name i just want it to be clarity because i think you know a lot of people can be afraid of what's in the spirit world a lot of you know i I say spirit world loosely because it's not a separate place from here it's it's our world it's this world um we're in physical and they're non-physical to use abraham hicks's phrase so um i'm not trying to tarnish anybody's name i'm just trying to shed some light on it okay so tell me tell me spirit what can we what can you share about ed and rain warren what do we need to know okay and this is what I heard before when I was watching their videos and when I look at their photos real-life photos I I pick up a lot of stuff off them and it's almost you know being this psychic and as everyone can be um, if they if they want to be but most people will, won't be won't pursue that first of all f- most people don't believe anyway perhaps it's a different episode um, it's almost so obvious when you look at these photos and you're kind of thinking much like in the movie does anyone else see that can am i the only one who sees that um when i look at their photos i see i see people who i can't trust i see people who are untrustworthy few seconds okay i'm back is that recording yeah so um uh, of course this podcast i have to say is not i don't edit it much at all like if ever if i edit it i say so so i'm probably not going to edit this i just paused it to go and attend to some something very important and then i r- started recording again but uh, you get me pretty much unfiltered and Unedited, so it doesn't sound as professional as <laughs> as some, but I think it's pretty raw. I think it's pretty real, and it gives you a sense of like uh, realism. I think and authenticity. I think if I it was highly edited, it would add some doubt to the quality of the readings I'm doing. But anyway, let's go back in. Um, when I think about Ed and Lorraine, I see. I hear words pop up in my head and I see them. So the words that I'm seeing are scam, fraud, snake oil, um, uh, embellishes. Now, of course, this could be the things that were said about them, but in the case of this reading where I'm asking, what's the truth around them? What's going on there? Can we trust what they were saying and doing? And then I'm hearing these words. So do with those what you will. Um, Uh, just to look at the photos yeah I I I wouldn't they're not the kind of people I would you would invest in but in saying that um, I do think they were great storytellers I think they had a lot of help in that arena I think that they were probably good opportunists Um, they've made a career out of it right so I mean With all the movies and and the books and everything you know there is some success around it no matter how they went about it they were successful (sighs) um i feel like the stuff around his family and personal life their personal life the allegations i feel like there's some truth to it um feel like uh, underhandedness, making money from things. And I want to say they're reckless. They're reckless with paranormal, with supernatural and the spiritual. And it's almost a disappointment. I don't feel that way, but this is the feeling I'm getting. It's like if you're ever going to work in this sort of industry... Not that it's an industry. <laughs> it's more like a topic, I suppose. If you're going to work in this quirky topic of an industry... Um, As much as I hate, I don't like the word responsibility when it comes to certain things, I think you do have a certain responsibility um, in a way. Because I don't feel like you can be reckless. And here's, let let me clarify. I do believe that spirituality encompasses recklessness, um, freedom of choice and no responsibility in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. But well, when it comes to selling stories to people that make them more afraid or bending the truth to make money in a way that you're selling is nonfiction. You know, if of course, if you're Steven Spielberg or Stephen King and you're uh, writing these wonderful stories and making money of them, like, good for you, you're an artist. And I think that's where it gets a little blurred with uh, the Warrens because if they had just labeled it fiction, it may not have sold as well, but you know, there wouldn't it, there wouldn't be this this discrepancy. You know, it, it, they would just be great storytellers. They'd be good at what they did. Uh, uh, Charlatans—that's the other word that I kept hearing. Um, I, I keep being drawn back to this sort of scandal between uh, with a young woman around their marriage. So I'm going to have to say that there is some truth to that. Um, and I do wonder. See, in The Conjuring, they had a daughter. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know. I haven't actually Googled them much, so I don't know if they have a daughter in real life. But I w- actually wouldn't be surprised. You know, like if she wasn't their biological daughter. I feel like there's something odd going in with their marriage and their fi- um. Pardon me. Family dynamics finances too i feel like finances were climbing family was festering um i don't i can see lorraine smoking i don't know if she ever smoked but i can see her quite stressed and smoking and worried about ed's um she i heard philandering it wasn't philanthropy it was philandering okay and i feel like she could be quite bitter but she put on a good face um but behind closed doors, quite bitter with Ed. Um, I want to say that she probably was within her rights, but I don't think they gave her license to be a bitter woman when it came to other things. Um, you know, in the movies, they paint them as this couple where you people would lean on them and they would be a soft touch and loving and caring and so in love with each other. but. Most importantly, they painted them like everybody's saviour. And we have to remember that Lorraine had a big hand in that, as far as I understand. Um, the portrayal of their couple. Portrayal, sorry, I said not betrayal, portrayal. Um, and, and they they really drawing draw me back to, you know, them being... Emotional safe places, emotionally safe places for the people they were air quotes helping. I don't get that at all. I don't, I don't agree with that statement. I don't think, uh, like in as a real thing. I don't see that in them. I just see them as, and this is not my term. This is what I heard: money grubbing, money grubbing. Um, and of course, I have to say I mean no offense to anyone who is connected to their family. I'm just seeing what I'm seeing, okay? Um, But I stick by my insights. I do. I trust what I see. Interpretation can be up in the air. It can be dependent on who's listening. It can depend on, um, you know, how I interpret the message, of course, how it's expressed, how somebody receives it. But what they're giving me is clear. It's super clear. They were not this emotional safe space for the people they were, air quotes, helping. Um, And I'm not doing the air quotes on my own. This is what they're showing me. They're going air quotes. They're pushing that through me, helping. Um, Oh, I just got like a yucky feeling around them, like when they were being shut out of cases or being shut out of potential money-making opportunities, like the... The snarkiness from like Lorraine and just ugh, I see her smoking again it's kind of gross it, was, it felt like a sense of entitlement like do they know who we are do, I, do you know who I am but they would like be that way with each other um, I just want to say she put on a good show something to do with her face maybe when she was having these supp- supposed visions I mean, of course, the visions are real. So they were real psychics. Obviously, they're real psychics. the mediums. But she was not one of them. Even though everyone is born with the ability to do it, she wasn't tapping into that real ability. She was manipulating. That's what I feel like. It was like a manipulation of the situation to get the things she wanted. Now, I have to be clear. They wanted. Ed wanted. I have to be clear. I'm not saying that all the hauntings were false. I'm not saying... I'm not uh, tarnishing the families that were involved in like all the cases that were in The Conjuring or around Ed and Lorraine. I'm just focusing purely on them. So whether or not these cases were real, you know, that's that's sort of out of the boundaries of where I'm reading right now. Um, I just wanna stay focused on the Warrens in this episode. Perhaps they'll come back later and do a part two or look at the individual cases. Um, if you have a case by the way that you would like to like nominate for me to look at just send it through to straightpirit one at gmail.com okay and um, when you do um, try not to give me too much information so you know usually I don't need anything some psychics need birth dates star signs um, God middle names photos names I don't like full names I don't require any of that I really can read whatever I don't I can read without it Um, but you know in terms of a case um, you know just let me know you've got a case you'd like me to look at and then I'll reply and I'll let you know Um, maybe you can tell me the name um, a, a name or you can send a photo and then we'll go from there but yeah you don't have to lay it all out unless I specifically have some questions. But usually I'm I'm happy to start reading without the information first because uh, I'm able to bring it through. And so like I did with Nicola, uh, I still don't know how they pronounce her last name, Bully or Bully. Um, I was given a photo and that was it. And I read completely accurately off the photo without knowing who she was. So you know, I've come to learn with my ability. I don't need a lot of information at all. And I think that's the, the mark of a, good, a great psychic. I have to say that, um, you know, a psychic reading is not about your horoscope. It's not about, um, <laughs> I want to say what, what moon sign you were born under or something, what moon you were born under. It's got nothing to do with that. And um, I mean, of course, if a psychic is into numerology and of course they want your birth dates That's fine whatever but to me all these things are sort of gimmicky you know the horoscopes the the numerology and all that none of that is required for a true reading so but do what you like it's up to you Um, oh and of course I have to do an episode on like curse removal people paying to have curses removed and stuff it's while i do believe that there are people who believe that they are removing curses for people and there are many who are just scamming it's not real folks it's not real it's like a placebo effect and you know what a real real reader someone who really knows what's going on spiritually and with spirit will tell these people there are no curses upon you there are none it's your vibration you've got to raise it that's it so it's a little um i find it a, a little i don't see is, i don't get peeved but if you could call it anything you could call it a sort of pet peeve um but there are people out there telling people they have dark energy and if you pay me i'll remove the curse for you and it's so misleading it's unhealing which is a word i've never used before but it's it's the opposite of what i aim to do with my readings and personal readings are available by the way but I'm not going to ask you to like beg you to pay for it i'm not going to say hey you know i see something dark around in your energy and i am the only person who could fix it if you could going to pay me now that's not what i do i'm like hey this is what i can do here are my abilities listen to my episodes if you like and if you want a personal reading you can book one with me but i leave it up to you i'm not forcing you to do so and the amount of people online that are asking, is there a dark energy around me? Is there something wrong with me? I'm so glad I can tell them like for free. No, there's nothing wrong with you. At all. At all. So that was a bit of a tangent, but um, yeah. If you think you're cursed, you're not. You're not. You're just not. Okay. Alright, two 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 on the clock. Let's get back to the Warrens. Now I did see in one of the videos I watched, um, and I went into this reading unbiased, by the way. But I did watch one of peop- um, a video of people, someone giving a list of reasons why the the warrants were proven to be liars, and it was just a super quick video. It went through a few things. And one of them was that the doll actually, they think, was copied off a Twilight Zone episode. Pardon me, where their name was used. It was about a doll. You know, and then ta-da, the Warrens have a doll by the same name. And I'm really, really good at looking at things now and, and feeling out the energy in and around them and like I said with the doll I didn't you know there's nothing there and so for the people that have gone to all these places and all their books and, and everything and gone nothing's it doesn't feel weird there's nothing creepy there what's going on you're not foolish you're not missing anything they're not legit I have to say I see very clearly that they're not legit they're not le- and i uh, sorry by legit I mean legitimate um you see money all around it. money, 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 um, faster, faster, faster. It was like it gained so much momentum and it was sort of like they learned by lying. They learned by doing, it was like one white lie led into more and it was like, Hey, we can capitalize on this because people were so scared of the things they were saying. Yeah. That's why I brought up the curses exactly like the curses we're the only people who can save humanity. We're the only people who can protect human uh, humans from this this threat and, and to scare people. And I think Ed was even um, supposedly, allegedly, known to say, like, you've got some facts, just make up the rest and make it really scary. You know, like, trying to scare people in, an, in a less than honourable way, I'm not down with that. I'm just not, I think the manifestational power that people have and have no idea, no idea. So when you're purposely putting people in this fearful place, I'm not talking about horror movies and stuff. like That's entertainment. That's different. But when you're claiming that you're there to help people and you scare them instead and you're not healing anything, you're not teaching them about their own powers um, because you don't really think they have any i think that to me is i just heard it's scandalous it just doesn't sit right with me because i have a lot of respect for what i do um i'm not old and boring and stuffy about it i just think you know it's kind of like lex and superman in a way working for two very different things um in a basic way you know there's one who's trying to uplift people and heal them and really truly help them understand their power and, uh, and all that. And then there's the other side of it, people who fear monger and, and only get out of it what they want. It's so, such different dynamics and make mon- money of suffering. You know, making money, giving readings and stuff, that's, that's fine and not just because I do it. I think if you're really, really are a good reader and you're really helping people, I think you should be paid what you're worth. I really do. Because, you know, to do these readings and to keep my vibration high, you know, I need to live comfortably. And um, that probably sounds really strange. But, like, if someone... Uh, let's say we have a really good reader and um, they have this calling to help people but they're stuck in a nine-to-five and so they don't have the energy... Where the vibration keeps lowering because, you know, they're just stuck in this cycle. You know, and many people are this cycle of stress. You know, how come, How many people can they help? But a reader who works from home, um, much like I do, who can can dedicate time to what they're doing uh, and raising her children like I am, um, you know, then they can really get to work. Then they can actually be of use. Right, so I've got no problem with legitimate people being paid. Legitimate readers being paid. If they're coming from the right place, but um, yeah, so I back to the power that manifestational power that people have. If you're scaring people on purpose, you have no idea. No idea that they're just going around creating more reasons to be afraid. It's the opposite of spirituality. Spirituality is letting go of that fear and so to to go around and claim that you're helping when you're causing more fear and more messed up energy manifest energetic manifestations and lowering people's vibrations and for no good reason because half the shit that they talked about didn't even happen wasn't even real you know so when you watch movies like the conjuring if you want to believe in that stuff to be real Go for it. It's a great entertaining movie. You believe what you like, but I'm honestly telling you right now, none of that shit happens. Spirit is not trying to hurt anybody. You're safe. You're safe. You're fine. Now, how different a message is that to to what... uh, the Warrens in their room of like oddities, like harmful oddities is, yes, you know, of course, you know, how cool would it be to have a room full of like charms and cool things and stuff that's like magical <laughs> and from your adventures, but I mean, not to scare people with not to be like, Ooh, you should be afraid and pay us money or like, uh, g- get us on TV so we can, <sighs> you know, the drill. You know, I just I'm thinking that they put a, an image in my head. These families that were so misled and misguided by most, really in their hour of need, imagine someone going in and convincing them or telling them, you know, this is what it is and I can help you. I'm the only one who can. You know, I really don't think it happened much that way. I think that they were unwanted in a lot of places. I really don't feel like, you know, in the conjuring, they make it out like, they were sought out like people wanted their help and i'm sure that happened in some instances but these major cases i feel like they were not welcome there at all um or like it was kind of like who are you what are you doing here just get away um but just capitalizing with greed on people's suffering that's what i would say um you know so imagine these two go in and oh you know hey this is what it is and we can help you what else is that person going to do when they're they're on their knees they've got no other options what are they going to do they're going to try everything you know and then add in the rain go off and do whatever they do write a book about it and admittedly embellish and then it becomes movies and everyone thinks oh wow there's legitimacy to what they're saying and doing oh wow the couples in the movies are so awesome and lovable but it's not like someone has looked at them and gone oh i see what a wonderful marriage they have and and i'm going to paint that in the movies no remember she was telling them about this she painted them that way and of course if the writers didn't want to write it they wouldn't have written it or you know if the, the studios didn't want to make that movie they wouldn't have but I think the reason I did this episode, and many people are speaking about them, is because it just seems unfair to the people who are soaking up everything that they said, or who are out there in fear because they they feel like the curses are real, and and like the dolls and and all of these all these these terrible things that happened in their stories, in the movies. I feel like people. Are afraid because they think they're real. Much like religion scared people. I'm not sure that there's much difference. Except that maybe... No, no, there's not much difference. (laughs) I have nothing against religion, by the way. I say that very broadly. Um, You know, it's this whole thing of... We're here to help you. This is all good. But then I'm talking about the religions that scare the shit out of people. And, you know, if you don't behave or if you don't do this. If you don't pay us this money... Or if you don't, um, you know, way back when, if you don't give us this, if you don't donate to the church, and you're going to hell. Or, you know, Satan's always out to get you. All of this shit has to stop. I'm sorry, it just has to stop. Um, the fear-mongering. You know, if you want to have the good parts of religion where people come together and they look out for each other, that shit I'm cool with. But when, when you're scaring people and children... God. that shit's not alright by me. Because it's not real. It's not truthful. Like this is like, for instance, swimming at the beach, telling your kids, "Hey, this is not a good hour to swim because of sharks, and you know, if there's cro- crocodiles around." You know, teaching them water safety from a real threat. Legitimate. That's a, that's okay to be like, hey. Just so you know, um, there's a potential for this out there and here's how we stay safe and we use our intuition like that's different, like that's necessary as a parent. you got to do things like that, teaching them about the safety of um, everything around them. But when you teach them to fear something that's not even real, but fear it so deeply that they carry it right through to adulthood. That it stops them from making choices that are right for them. That's a totally different thing. And it's unacceptable in my opinion. And I get that the, the adults truly believe it. And the, do- the adults before them really believe it. And so on and so forth way back when. But, you know, at some point, somebody's got to think, are we teaching people to live in fear or in love? Which one is it? And, you know, and people giving like instructional videos and on totally different topics, um, helping, you know, even ads you see on YouTube. Oh, the world is so messed up right now. And here, yeah, buy my product, it will help your finances. And because everybody's going broke, and you know, the economy is in ruins, and all of this doomsday shit. But at the end of it, hey, buy my product, I'll help you. Or you go to the other end of it and there are people who are like waving multiple houses in people's face and Hey, look at my private jet, which is probably not even their private jet You know, buy this and you know, I'll make you just like me It's so unreal It's so, you know, scaring people into buying things It's so, so unethical to me I I would never I would never ever, and someone may use this out of context, I hope not, do not use this out of context, but I would never say to someone, and again, do not use this out of context, Um, you know, listen to my podcast, Uh, it's the only way you'll be saved spiritually, the only way you're going to get into heaven is if you listen to this podcast, otherwise you're cursed, like, if you listen to my podcast, if you book a reading with me, I'll save your life, and look, A good psychic reading can absolutely save people's lives but I'm not selling you anything here I'm just trying to create content and shed light on (laughs) as many corners of the world as they can so to wrap up um, yeah so I would definitely say I am working with love and so when I see people using fear to motivate other people or manipulate I'm not down with that. I don't like that. I don't like it. So maybe if I can get this episode out there and someone will hear it and it will help them understand a little better. Let me be clear. Spirit is real. Absolutely it's real. It's not trying to hurt anybody. It is only of love. And it's almost scientific because their vibration has to be a match with love and appreciation. It vibrates that high. There cannot possibly be anything less. Uh, Ghosts and hauntings. That's a whole other topic. Um, Mostly, I would say, just manifestations of fear. And um, Paranormal investigators. I think some of them do come from the right place. Um, But I do have a bone to pick with irresponsible mediums. Or people who think they know what they're doing. And they're just making a mess of it. And scaring people. Or, or making people sadder. Look if you're a medium. Or if you've had a reading from a medium. And you're left there crying hard. Harder than when you went in. In a negative way. Like if you're sadder. that's not on. If you leave if and you're leaving your crying tears of joy. Or relief. Or Or um, appreciation like just emotion like fine that, that's, that's almost a given <laughs> with a good reading but I'm talking about like people who leave feeling scared or worried or sad that's not it that is not it that's not how we conduct ourselves and I think um, I would love to just put all this information into people's minds like this is how you pick a good reader this is what to look out for don't just trust anyone you find on the internet um, I don't know, it's a little crazy because I find a lot of people who book readings with me <laughs> through the internet, um, but I, I build trust with them. You know, they have they have an initial reading and then, you know, we build relationships and I think that's a beautiful thing. It's it's not transactional. It's not, it, to me anyway, I'm, I really feel like I'm helping people. I feel like I'm helping them feel loved and... I feel like I'm giving them peace after such a long time of not having it. Can you see the difference in someone who just jumps in as and maybe like you know, oh your you know, your ex boyfriend is coming back and you need to be with him because your twin flames, even if he was abusive, that shit doesn't fly here. Um you know, I also saw in a YouTube reading, like those tarot card readings, some of them, like very few of them are actually good at what they do they're doing but i saw one where it was a love reading as a new channel and i thought i'll try them out It had a lot of views tons of views thousands i thought okay i'll just try them out and see if they're they're on it or not just see what they got (laughs) and they were uh, they were doing a love reading and i think it was like a pick a pile or Because something like that and of course like all the long nails and all the charms and all the like the clicky like aesthetics and sounds and um, No judgment, but those kind of channels It didn't feel like it was down-to-earth at all, but I went in an open-minded And throughout the reading she actually said and it was directed to me and whoever else picked that pile that She's like, Oh, I'm sorry, but your person, if you've got more than one kid, they're not gonna want them. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, but that's the truth, your person doesn't want more than than one kid. And that's like that set me off. I, like I did a TikTok about it <laughs> and everything. I wasn't mad, but I was inspired. Like, I gotta say something about this because that is so irresponsible and so, so wrong. And to think that there are thousands, hundreds of people, at least, listening to that and going, oh, you know, taking it on board as truth. No, no, you can't do that. You can't say that. If it's your person, they will accept and love you just as you are with as many kids as you have. Like never in a freaking million years would your person turn you away because of that. A person might someone might go um, you know I'm looking to date someone who's you know not into having kids or is only one kid that's a dating preference that's different she's saying your person the person that you've been waiting for the person that's supposed to love you more than anything that person she's saying that person will not accept it if you have more than one child What was that doing to people that message so anywho I feel like I do need to do uh, at least one episode on some of these online tarot readers um, and maybe give you the names of some readers that I really do like. um, And I think are very accurate and ethical. Keyword ethical. All right, guys. So to sum up Ed and Lorraine Warren, I would say they were untruthful about a lot of things. I feel like there was like glimmers of truth and they embellished. I feel like they were good yarn spinners and when we say yarn over here it doesn't just mean like wool it's like chat um telling stories spinning a yarn it's like (laughs) i suppose that probably goes way back to like i don't know people did people spin yarn and talk at the same time i'm I'm sure they probably did (laughs) um i could i suppose do a part two to this as well and talk about um them in more depth but as an overview i would say they were not who they portrayed themselves to be that scandal uh in their marriage there is some truth to that i get quite an ugly feeling in, in amongst that um a separateness you know in the movies they portrayed them as so together in a team um like spirits like new. No, no it wasn't like that at all um they're telling me that ed was quite they use the word pig so that's not my word Um, I don't think he was a good partner or husband or father but I want to say like not father stepfather or something yeah something about that don't believe everything you hear when it comes to the paranormal and here's where it gets tricky because, yes, spirit is real. Yes, um, the dreams are real, visions p- people get, um, but nothing scary. If it's scary, it's not real spirit. And you know, I've seen apparitions. I've seen all that when I first started my spiritual journey. I don't have that anymore, but because I have full blown contact now, <laughs> you know um i don't really require it um i've felt spirits i feel them now of course but like years ago i did feel them um you know i went down the path of needing a house cleansing and everything but i've come to learn it's not about that it's just about lifting the vibration and aligning everything It's, it's really quite simple um I've had, yeah, I've had spirit touch like the back of my neck um, or like blow a breeze past me. I've had them manipulate things around me years ago. Of course, uh, I've also had what I thought were uh, at the time, this was a long time ago, uh, like almost a decade ago now air quotes like bad spirits um, messing with me and but it wasn't that I understand it was manifestations of energy it was my low vibration at the time being in a crappy relationship and, and all of that to do with it but now I know the truth for sure spirit is good spirit is healing, spirit is loving spirit is looking out for you they're not like hiding in people's houses trying to spook them they have a great sense of humor, but you've got nothing to worry about out there, guys. So I hope this uh, episode has been somewhat <laughs> informational for you. And um, thank you for listening. All my love. Bye bye.